0: It's the week before Thanksgiving. I'm back. The build to this pay-per-view has been absolutely whack. But we're still going to preview it because we're wrestling fans, you see. Welcome to the 186th edition of TDT. It's our Survivor Series Preview and Prediction Show on the Double Turn Podcast, which starts right now. It's about as much excitement as you're gonna see for me in this podcast. just kidding. I'm back. that's right. Boss Ross is back in the house. I needed the break last week. My voice was well it was strained. I can't really tell you why I just needed a break. it was uh, it was less it was less of an issue than when uh, Jorge lost his voice for a week and I basically told him he was not allowed to speak. On that podcast that was like two years ago back when we were recording in the studio i did it for your own good okay uh but that being said we have this splendid pay-per-view to go through the last of 2021 why because there is no december pay-per-view because there are two in january because there's some god-awful pay-per-view called day one and then, of course, there's the Royal Rumble, and then we're on the road to WrestleMania because it's the best time of year to be a WWE fan. However, I must tell you that we have other stuff to talk about on this show too. Because, well, there was another really cool pay per view that happened over the uh, over the weekend, and well, it's been a week since we came to you last, and we really haven't commented a whole lot on Full Gear. I know last week's show was about Full Gear. I was not here. I have watched the pay per view. I hope Jorge has watched the pay-per-view, so we're going to briefly talk about some of the things that happened on that show, and uh, yeah, there are some other fun things we're going to talk about as well. It might even include The Rock, let's just put it that way, but we do have a pay-per-view to go through. I believe there are six matches on the show. We'll get to all of it. Before we get started, I am Boss Ross. My co-pilot on this wrestling journey of ours is Mr. Jorge don jorge george and the buffaloes or whatever your awful band was how are you sir
1: okay i'm gonna just it's again general george and the water buffaloes right awful I name. believe in you uh-huh. You can do it mm-hmm. and it's not something i go by very often mm-hmm. that all being said i'm doing well it is nice to see you welcome back I'm glad I was able to hold down the fort without you last week, but it's always great to have you back, my brother.
0: Look, I have to get in all my jokes during this show when I'm when I'm delayed a week, Fine. so that's Fine. that's really all that. Now, I'll is. tell you
1: the reason why you lost your voice is because you kept on going off on Becky Lynch and everybody else and their mother from Count on Jewel. That's the reason why you lost your voice. I finally caught up to you.
0: No, not at all, actually, <laughs> um, not at all. I uh, I will admit to you that uh, the match or one of the few matches on this show that uh, actually has a build is a match I have absolutely no interest in, and that's probably why it's going to main event this show, and I'm just going to hate it. That being said, this is going to be the most anticlimactic preview and prediction show. Why? Because Jorge's picking first, and I'm agreeing with all of his picks. Just get that out of the way now. Why? Because we're going to be tied at the end of this year. Congratulations, suckers. Nobody wins except for me. Because we're still covering WCW 2000 on my time. It's my time! It's my time! It's my time! By the way, I saw a video of uh, Triple H wearing the capri pants for wrestling gear. Hilarious. I know it was during his quad injury days. Nothing touches the purple wrestling pants, but still. Jorge is speechless because he knows I'm right. Uh, So I mean, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'm just saying it was a different look for your boy Triple H. It
1: was a very different look. It was a hilarious look that to this day I still laugh at. To be honest.
0: Or as uh, what was the uh, what was the ring announcer's name that I love? Um, Chimmel, Tony Chimmel. Tony
1: Chimmel. That's the man.
0: Yeah. Triple H. It was yeah. awesome. It was much better You're
2: than... Uh... Our
0: star! Yeah, it was much better than... Uh... Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting her name? You
1: better not mention Lillian Garcia, bro. Yes,
0: yeah. No, bro bro, 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 she was awful, awful at announcing yes. Triple H's name for the longest time. And then she finally got in her groove and was like, Triple H! It was great. I, but... who, who, know, who will
1: ever forget? Her running away from Triple H after she announced him as the former world
0: champion. <laughs> okay, let me just let me just put a bow <laughs> on so this great. right now. Let me just <laughs> let me just put a bow on this right now. Okay, I know that the John Cena promo with Kurt Angle is like you know the aggression. I I channeled my inner Vince McMahon on that one. Uh, Triple H is tremendous during this time period. Just like the scathing overtly dickish promos he cut for like four years tremendous like absolute like before he got silly and did the whole dx thing he was he was incredible as like the dickish heel uh (laughs) i'm sorry we got off track but that's kind of how this show goes that's why everybody uh loves this show when you listen to it uh let's 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 uh give our socials real quick before we go on because we do have a lot to talk about. And well, I've already been uh BSing for at least the first five minutes of the show. What else is new? I'm back. Uh so <laughs> you can find this show. <laughs> the double turn on Instagram. <laughs> the one what? and only jamie, jamie 19 19. on
1: Instagram, Boss Ross TDT. Keep it get it together, brother. TDT wrestling pod on it on Twitter. Um,
0: I'm 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 still I'm still channeling my it's it's my time in my head right now. By
1: the way, I totally butchered your Instagram handle. Ross the Real Boss85, boss yes. ross TDT on Twitter, excuse me, and then of course Wabam Entertainment.com for all your wrestling
0: needs. Uh, uh, uh TDT wrestling pod on Twitter. I already mentioned it. It
1: was when you were breaking character over there, buddy.
0: (laughs) Damn, I thought I had you on that one. Okay. That being said. um, Look. Oh, and then, of course,
1: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor App, Breaker, Stitcher, Radio Public, everywhere in your mother right there.
0: There you go. See? Professionals. So there was a pay-per-view that happened last weekend. Yes. It was called Full Gear. And um, we have a new AEW world champion. Yes. Congratulations. His name is Adam Hangman Page. Or is it Hangman Adam Page? I've heard it both ways. So it is Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. Yep. That's what he's going by right now. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Cowboy excrement. There you go. Um, Cowboy poop emoji. Yeah. So by the way, Omega worked hurt in that match. I hope he's okay. Um, I get it, guys work hurt all the time they used to at least and I'm not opposed to guys working banged up Uh, if his shoulder is as bad as everybody says it is they should have done a different match he took some really weird bumps and did some really scary looking stuff now for all I know most of it was safe and he got through it and he's going to be going away for a while or I don't know what's happening but like he's had a messed up shoulder for a while. So maybe it just like got re aggravated or something, or I don't know. And here's, here's at the end of the day, right? We always talk about, Hey, like make sure we give, you know, guys and gals the time off that they need for whatever. Right. At the end of the day, if Kenny wanted to work, he knows his own body probably better than anybody else. hundred percent. So again, I'm not one to judge. What I am saying is if he worked injured, idiocy that's all i'm saying well,
1: and, and not to mention you know you know I, i've become a major fan of kenny omega right so i'm gonna go ahead and talk about him in a positive manner mm-hmm. but at the same time i have to say what i have to say he is one of the focal points from a wrestling perspective for all elite wrestling is he not so he was probably wrestling the uh, very similar you remember when when Moxley was the workhorse of WWE when he was Dean Ambrose um by the way today 9 years since the uh, inception of the shield super cool um but uh so I, I i bring this up because kenny was wrestling match after match after match and not you know you add in the fact that because he's kenny kenny was always given like 15 to 25 minutes and not, or 30 minutes at a time right i mean he him and Danielson wrestled a 30-minute draw at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, And, you know, all of his main event matches have all... uh, I mean, what was that... How long did that match go against the Young Bucks at last uh, last year's Revolution, Ross? Wasn't that like a 30-plus-minute match? Yeah. Like, I get that it's a tag-team match, and he wasn't in it 100% of the time. But the other thing about it is that Kenny works stiff. Kenny works stiff and Kenny takes stiff bumps. So you add all that in, Yeah, he's going to be probably a bit banged up. I think that he should probably take a couple of months off. I think he's earned it. You know, he had a great title reign. And not to mention, AEW is in a different place than it was two years ago from its inception, is it not? I mean, now you have Brian Danielson, you have CM Punk, Hangman Adam Page is your brand new world champion. The Young Bucks are there. Adam Cole is there. Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle are still doing really, really big stuff. Uh, You know, Miro, I can go on and on. The roster is not what it was at the beginning of All Elite two years ago. The roster has main event pieces all over the place that no longer require Kenny Omega to be there all the time. So now Kenny Omega, oh, not to mention Cody and Malachi Black and Andrade, all these guys, Pac. Um, So now Kenny Kenny can take the step back and and just recuperate his body. And I think that's really important, and I hope he does. You know, we saw that little segment on Wednesday night where Cole tells Omega, hey, Cleaner, I got this. And so it looks like it's going to be Cole and the Bucks running the show over the next couple of months, which I think will lead into some very interesting storyline storyline developments over the next few months for when Kenny comes back, if he actually does take the time off. And I think it's going to be well worth the wait. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very s- smart to do that. But at the same time, I agree. If Kenny was as hurt as he potentially is, boy, howdy. He either shouldn't have worked the way the match, the way that, like you said, the way that the match was worked, or, and I hate to say this, you know, not have that match at all. But that that would have hurt hurt Phil Gear.
0: So, um, all of that being said, and you make good points all the way around, um, Adam Page was in the main event for the inaugural AEW world title against Chris Jericho over two years ago. Yes. So they had plans for him. They saw him at that level. He went through twisted turns with the different groups he's been in, which he's been in a lot of them. I believe he's been in three in the last two years.
1: I mean, I thought it was two, but three might be the case, right? So the elite, uh huh, and and now the Dark Order. He's the leader of the Dark Order, right? Okay. Or was but there I, something?
0: So I thought he was in the group feuding against the Inner Circle before Pinnacle showed up. Wasn't that
1: the? Isn't that the elite though? Even though Matt Hardy was in that group. Yeah, that was the elite, wasn't it? I don't because it was the Bucks, it was Omega, it was him, and then they had Hardy who filled in for Cody. I, I thought he they,
0: was... I thought they called them something else. Hmm. Man, my point you
1: might is be right.
0: My, my point is, I don't think they were called the Elite until after a couple of those guys left that group, and then a couple more people were added to that group.
1: I'll, I'll look it up, I'll, but okay. I'll let you continue. Yeah, and
0: then of course the whole Dark Order thing, which was weird and like anyway. So and, and uh, by the way. There was also a storyline where he was a drunk, which that might still be part of the storyline, which is weird, especially since John Moxley is going away because he's a drunk kind of insensitive. I'm just saying,
2: yeah,
0: anyway, the point is they saw him at this level. It would have been a mistake for him to lose, which is why I said beforehand, whether or not it's the best decision for this company They backed themselves into this corner where they had to make him the world champion. They had to. They had no choice. If he loses that match, he is mid-card for life. I'm serious. Oh, well, Ross, he would have lost to Omega at a world title match. No. You put him in this spot two years ago and slowly built him back up for two years.
1: Yeah. By the way, they did call them the elite um, in the double or nothing uh, stadium stampede match. They did.
0: Okay. Then I guess he's only been a part of two groups. I thought still they were two called groups, something else.
1: Still two groups in two years. That's, you know, that's, that's still a lot, though.
0: By the way, somebody put up a montage of all the factions that are in AEW. It's disgusting. Seriously. It's, 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 and by the way, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't even include the gun club. It's, but they, It's a lot. But they somehow included the wingmen. Who the hell are the wingmen? I. D- <sighs> <laughs> Just, I love you, AEW,
1: but what the heck?
0: I no, it, it's it's anyway. So Paige is the world champion. I'm excited. Um, I will say this. I loved the complete chaos match that was America's top team versus the inner circle. Loved it. I know they, they seem to do one of these matches on every one of their pay-per-views. Don't care loved it because of the people that are in it and it was one of the better storylines going into this pay-per-view and they delivered um mjf and darby allen the story that they told i thought was really good um especially for what they are now doing with mjf because he and cm punk are going to wrestle each other and I'm very interested as to how they're going to do it. Oh, boy. Because, uh, yeah, that Punk Kingston match, which I I don't want to get into a debate about it, so I will just be neutral on this case, okay? CM Punk was being booed during that match. Well, Ross, he was playing the heel against a crowd that wanted Eddie Kingston to win. Okay.
1: Danielson, Danielson got booed, though, too, against Miro, and he definitely got booed in, in, on Dynamite.
0: So I think Danielson actually turned heel on Dynamite. Oh, yeah, that that's a That
1: is right.
0: But but I will tell you why Danielson was booed in that match. The AEW fans do not consider Miro a WWE guy. They just don't,
1: which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But yeah, No, no,
0: because, okay, what's the most successful thing Rusev did in the WWE?
1: That United States Championship reign, the original one, was pretty darn good.
0: And what is his most high-profile feud he had in WWE? The Cena, the Cena feud. Correct. Yeah. So that's why they don't think of him as a WWE guy.
1: I think that's I. I personally think that's silly. Um, but th- that's fine if they want to think that. I disagree. I think Miro is a WWE guy. That's just me. It's well, fine. Also,
0: well, also Rusev is the WWE guy. So.
1: Uh, well, yes, Ru- excuse me. Uh, you're right. Rusev, aka now Miro, to me was a WWE guy. If they don't want to consider him that, that's fine. That's on them. I'm here to tell them they're wrong. And I found it very interesting, you know, and this is a good way to perhaps Danielson turn himself heel is when he mentioned, oh, I wrestled the night after I won the world title at WrestleMania. As soon as he, he mentioned WrestleMania, that crowd was booing his ass out of the building, mm-hmm. which I found hysterical. Yeah, and be- because, great.
0: because that fan base truly Is believes, anti-WWE. truly believes everything in WWE sucks. Which, by the way, okay, there are things in WWE that suck
1: yes guess like what the
0: survivor series build. <laughs> guess what there are also things at AEW that are pure dog excrement yes um
1: the fact that as much as I love Adam Cole as long, I was gonna say it and the Bucks I don't love the Bucks everybody knows that okay. um how is this story with the Jurassic Express not over yet is beyond me
0: but okay it, so so over. so first of all okay if you're an Adam Cole fan, which you are, I'm not saying I'm not, but I'm not the Adam Cole fan that you are, sure. okay? As soon as he joined the group, lost interest immediately. Lost interest, because guess what? He's just another guy on the roster now. Which
1: is, Ross, wasn't that exactly, exactly what I told you I was afraid of? Yep. Now, to be fair, Adam Cole is so talented that to me, I feel he's been the focal point of that group, of the super click even though I feel like the bucks try to go ahead and I think, I feel like the bucks think that they're bigger than what they actually are, but that's a whole different discussion for a to whole different that day
0: to that audience. They are. Yes, I
1: understand that, but just okay. it is okay. what it is. But to me, Adam Cole is the main focus of those three. And you can absolutely tell, but that being said, you're right. I'm, I haven't lost interest in him because he is one of my favorite wrestlers uh, wrestling today, but He's not in a position right now where I would say I would have rather have seen him. And I told you that. And I said that on this podcast. I was afraid that if he signed with All Elite, he was going to go ahead and be placed in a position where he's not going to be taken as seriously as he probably should. That being said, now that maybe Kenny Omega is going away for a little bit, maybe that'll change. But guess what? Cole's still not in the title picture. Does he need to be in the title picture in order to be taken seriously? Absolutely not. However, I feel like he needs to be elevated, and no disrespect to the Jurassic Express. I love the Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy is amazing. You already know how I feel about Luchasaurus, and Christian has, a, has had an incredible revival in the same way Edge has, but that's not even uh, semi-main, bro. You know that. It's not even semi-main. Like, it's absolutely mid it's definitely mid-card right now.
0: This, um this is this is this is another discussion for another day, and I don't want us to get completely sidetracked, but this is why I will tell you that they need to do something that's very WWE-esque, and they need to have a dynamite roster and a rampage roster, and they need to have two world champions.
1: Um the rosters I agree with. Two world champions is a whole different story but then again if you're gonna have two different shows it's kind of like what you need to do right yep that's a tough one
0: especially since they one. especially have, since they have such a big roster oh and by the way actually stick to not having your rosters mingle
1: oh yeah that's another thing like too.
0: like for instance i've said this before right like stupid ass wild card yeah if you if you want to make punk an even bigger deal make him a rampage superstar. I'm sorry, a Rampage wrestler since we're not you. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm too WWE-esque now because I'm calling everybody superstars. Make him exclusive to Rampage. You want to watch CM Punk? Watch him on Rampage. I'm Again, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm saying it's an idea with their quandary, with their fact that they have like 80 billion guys and gals wrestling sure. for them. I agree. Okay, so um, also... Um, for those of you that know that I love the Lucha brothers, them and FTR put together a spectacular tag team match. If you love tag team wrestling and you love that style of just insanity, go watch it. Uh, also I will tell you, by the way,
1: Dax got knocked out in that
0: match. Yes, he did. And unfortunately I, I, they, they now officially have the injury prone label attached to them. One of them is always hurt. It's really, really unfortunate that one of them is always hurt. Um, And that's something going forward that unfortunately is going to be a problem. Uh, One more thing I want to touch on, and then I will give you my uh, the and then I will answer the question that you asked me off air and we'll talk about it on air. Um, MJF came out. Did he cut a promo or was he just out there? I think he was cutting a promo and then he cut a promo. Okay, yeah, so. A good one at that. So, I said this to you before, and I will say it on this podcast. I've had non-wrestling fans check out AEW. Non-wrestling fans, the one name that comes up every single time that he's on TV and they watch is MJF. That's literally the oh, and of course they mention the guys that they know. So if they see Jericho, they're like, oh, yeah, that's where Jericho is. You don't hear them mentioning
1: Darby. You don't hear them mentioning Sammy. You don't hear them mentioning Jungle Boy. Nope. You know, the the, the other ki- I'm going to call them the kids, right? Because
0: the only all like
1: 26 and younger hangman,
0: the only non WWF guy, I should say WWE guy, or the only person that has not been totally recognizable in the next in the last 10 years for anything popular culture wise. MJF. That says something. Uh, So he was cutting a promo. His promos are very good. Um, Very good. Punk comes out. Now, Punk had a very weird match against Kingston. I know some people loved it. The ending was a bit weird, too, because Punk was playing the heel, and then he extended the handshake. And then... Kingston didn't accept and people were like what the hell it's kind of weird psychology but whatever you thought of the match uh Punk comes out he and uh he and uh MJF have a moment there was a uh meme online of uh the look that Punk gave MJF was the same look he gave um or it was okay he he extended his hand to MJF or was it the other way around
1: it was the other way around so mjf extends it and he says hi i'm maxwell
0: okay so they put that picture and then underneath they put the picture of when stephanie put out her hand backstage with cm punk when he was wearing the yellow shirt and he's like i know where that hand's been remember that promo Yeah. yeah so it was side by side like that and he like had that weird look on. he had that like he had that Crap eating grin on his shirt or on his shirt on his it, face. It's that smirk, his, his yeah. it's his
1: smirk. It's that it's the smirk. one that Eddie wanted to slap off of him,
0: which is hilarious. Yeah. It's 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 a smirk that makes him have a very punchable face, yes. Uh, but is it more punchable than Seth Rollins? <laughs> let's let's not start on Seth Rollins right now. I'm sure we'll mention him at some point, but yes, Seth Rollins yeah. does have a very punchable face, right? Uh, so I will ask a question of you, and then you can ask your question, and Sorry, then man. we can get to Survivor Series. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Go for it, man. You're excited for Punk versus MJF. Absolutely. I'm excited for Punk versus MJF. Yeah. I know who should go over in that match. Yeah. Why don't you tell me who you think should go over in that match? Well,
1: okay. Let me be very clear. All right. I'm. I'm a. I'm. In, huh.
0: You are I a mark for a... CM Punk.
1: I am, but I'm also a smart wrestling fan. Okay.
0: God, so smart mark. Who the worst. do I?
1: Th- okay, who do I think, and who do I want are two completely different answers, Ross. Uh-huh. Okay, the person who should probably be going over is MJF, in the same way that he went over on Chris Jericho. Which, by the way, he still didn't go over on Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho won the last match of their feud, so Chris Jericho won their feud. So, if you're gonna go ahead and crap on this CM Punk and me wanting CM Punk to go over, then you perhaps. Not taking a crap on MJF losing to Chris Jericho is, I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like that's not fair, but that's a whole different story for a whole different day. Yes, MJF should probably go over on Punk. Hell no, I don't want him to go over on Punk. Punk is amazing. Punk is awesome. Punk is like the biggest star in AEW, goddammit. Like the man needs to hold the world title in like five months, even though that's not going to happen. It's probably a bad idea. A punk, 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 punk.
0: So here's my here's my next question, right. and, it, and it's a very quick follow-up. Sure. Okay. The feud he just had with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. He was a heel.
1: I wouldn't see. I don't necessarily, bro. Just because you're getting booed, I mean, how many times? I'm not. And let me be very clear. I'm not comparing these two. Okay. And oh, you boy. know where I'm probably going with, but just saying, I'm not comparing them but John Cena got booed a lot during his matches and he wasn't the heel. Eddie Kingston was very much the, you say that punk played the heel in Minneapolis and yeah, he probably had to do heel characteristics because that crowd wasn't letting up. But the very much the baby feud, the babyface to me was CM Punk, not Eddie. Eddie came in aggressively. Eddie was the one that interrupted him. Eddie was the one that started the whole beef by saying the things that he said on rampage, by the way, Now that you're here, I'm going to, I said this last week, and I'll tell you this right now to your face, my friend, the actual promo between CM Punk and Eddie Kingston that was done on Rampage two weeks ago or three weeks ago now is going to go down as the promo of the year in all of professional wrestling. I don't care what anybody else says. And for the next 10 years, people are going to remember, and they're going to be like, that promo was absolute gold. And yes, it was the majority of it being Eddie Kingston, but Punk brought it to, it was the best that Punk has looked on the mic since he's come back, and it was terrific, and I adore it, and I've already watched it about 15 different times, and I still think it's amazing. That all being said.
0: Okay, so go ahead. so you want Punk to win, but...
1: I want Punk to win because I'm a Punk fan. I'm a Punk mark. Yes, 100%. Yeah. But MJF should absolutely go over in this. Few- this is... The perfect way to pull over MJF is a real, I mean, he's already a big deal when he's already beaten uh, Chris Jericho. He's already had a main event match with John Massey for the AEW world title. Um, He was, he is currently the leader of one of the quote unquote, bigger stables in AEW right now. I say quote unquote, because the pinnacle is kind of falling apart a little bit over the last few months. I mean, FTR is not even hanging out with them anymore. FTR is now running, you know, little jobs for Andrade and Malachi Black, which I still don't understand. That being said, my point is MJF is still a really big deal. And if he goes over on Punk, there is no way that that stops him on the trajectory to go ahead and take that title away from
0: Hangman at some point. Okay. Go ahead and ask your question, then we got to move on.
1: Okay. So Full Gear, did it actually live up to the hype and was it better than All Out?
0: Yeah, tough one. So All Out, I enjoyed – the um, I enjoyed the Jericho-MJF match quite a bit. Um, I thought the Punk-Darby-Allen match was fine. Um, the Steel Cage match for the tag team titles was one of the best tag team matches of 2021. Um, and the main event was okay. This pay-per-view, the main event had a title change. The Darby Allin-MJF match was very solid for what it needed to be. The tag match was very good. I think my answer is they were both solid shows. That's tough because there are some things on all out that were definitely better than full gear and vice versa. So I think I'm going to rank them the exact same.
1: I think that's, I think that's fair. I'm not going to say that you're copping out because I don't think that's fair to say to you. Like, like,
0: like for instance, instance, if you're telling me to give it a grade, I think I will give both pay-per-views B plus.
1: Ooh, really? B plus. I would have said like a, not a plus, but I would have said a for sure.
0: Okay. So you would say a, but not a minus.
1: No, no, no. It was better than a minus.
0: Okay. So basically, say, so basically I'm giving it like an 88% and you're giving it a 94.
1: I'm going to give it a 94. Um, okay. I mean, so that I is, that, that is,
0: that is pretty significantly different. So, okay.
1: It is, it is. And and here's the thing. Um, I think what's important to remember is AEW all out was treated as this thing that shook the wrestling world in a way that the wrestling world hadn't been shaken in a long time right with the debuts of cole and danielson on the same night within 10 minutes of one another that's huge Mm -hmm. full gear didn't have that but to be fair full gear did not need it because those guys were now wrestling on that show which to me is a pretty significant thing
0: um also had a very massive title change a very
1: massive title change a guy that's been that's been your champion for the last 11 months um actually 12 months excuse me no uh, 11 months excuse me doesn't matter um and and he's been he was ranked number one in the pwy he it's a pretty big deal the man that a lot of people consider the best wrestler in the world not necessarily me but that's a whole different story for holding for day that's not to say that he's not great because he is my point is Here's the way. This is what I said last last week, Ross. And maybe, maybe I hope you take this the right way if I say it this way. So, The Godfather's Part One and Part Two are both amazing, right? And I, I think Godfather's Part One and Part Two are interchangeable. All Out and Full Gear can be interchangeable. I think some people will say Full Gear was the best pay per view of 2021. I think others will say All Out was the best pay per view of 2021. And I'm going to sit here and tell you I'm going to keep going back and forth between them because I thought they were both. Ex- and I, I view full gear and all out in the same way that I view take over 25 in 2019 and take over New York in 2019. Those two pay-per-views went back to back and it was they were both exceptional shows. And to this day, two years later, Ross, two and a half years later, I still can't make up my mind.
0: Does that make sense? It does. That's, yeah. that's, there, but again, that's it's high that's, But again, that's why I, I <sighs> okay, I promise this is the last thing I'm going to say before we get into the actual main event of this show. There are things I think you and I have almost switched places on AEW. Yeah, I really I think, do think I,
2: that's I think, the case.
0: I think you are like balls to the wall. You love like a lot of things that are going on in AEW, and I'm the I, guy that's I like, like a lot of the things. I'm okay. not gonna say
1: love, I love a few things, I like a lot of the
0: things. Okay, yes. whereas I'm the guy that's like, Okay, I know that like people love AEW, I, there are a lot of apologists on AEW, and it's just it's frightening, it's frightening to see the stuff that people just Absolutely just let slide.
1: All right. Can I can I hit you with breaking news really quickly, Ross? And I hate to do this, but I got Um, some breaking
0: news. Is it the women's survivor series team being updated? Because that was the first thing I was gonna start with. No, way, way bigger than that.
1: Um, I'm receiving text messages uh from our body from our buddy the thunderous wizard, Sean Ross from Fightful.
0: Um, he's Sean, Sean Ross App. Okay, go ahead.
1: Sean Ross app, incredibly credible. Uh Eight names released today from, from WWE. Okay. Um Morrison. Not surprising. Uh, sh- not surprising, sure. Uh Tegan Knox. Uh Drake Maverick. Okay. Shane Thorne. Jackson Riker. And here he, this is the one that I'm just like flabbergasted. And again, this is a report. I'm not sure how, re- how accurate it is, but this is Sean Ross Sapp. Who has been incredibly credible over the last year or so? Okay, basically the entire rest of um, of hit row: Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, Isaiah Swerve Scott.
0: Okay, so let's 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 just go over the names that actually matter in that list. Sure. John Morrison, not surprised his wife got released two weeks ago, and yeah. if they don't have anything for him, it doesn't really matter. Plus, the miss is out for like. Yeah eight more months or whatever so yeah that that's not surprising uh as soon as they split up Shotzi and Tegan Knox, one of them was going to get a push and the other one was going to get cut we've all seen what Shotzi's doing Tegan being released does not surprise me uh Jackson Riker and the hit row people I hate to simplify this but there's one reason why those people got cut allegedly
1: well I don't know I don't know. I, I don't know if that's no, actually the case. No. I, I, I
0: know so so and I uh, I I actually so I listened to a lot of different podcasts, wrestling podcasts. A lot of the people that were getting released were either people that were either unvaxxed or anti-vax. Also um the Nia Jax thing, and there were a couple other people that the whole mental health issue thing. Um, I'm not going to call WWE completely insensitive to the issue, but like I've said this before, right? I'm all for people getting, you know, mental health issues and getting time. But at some point, there has to be a limit for that. Like, okay, for instance, okay, disclaimer, this is not me being insensitive. This is me talking about an employee and an employer, okay? Let's say... I work at a job and I need a mental health break and I need time off. Okay. At some point as an employer, I have to ask the employee at some point, Hey, you coming back? It's been three months. No, I need, I need a year. And the employer goes, well, we can't wait a year. We have to let you go. Does that make the employer insensitive that they have to wait for you for a year?
1: No, no, you're right. That's fair. But I mean, in defense of Nia Jackson, you don't, you like to play devil's advocate. So to be, is it okay if I play devil's advocate for one second before we hit into survivor series?
0: So she wanted an extension and she didn't get it. Okay. I mean, she's only been gone for like a month. I thought it was like three, but okay.
1: No, no. She'd only been gone for about, I think she got, I think she went away in September. So this all happened in October. So I'll, I'll give it a month and a half, too. So she okay. wanted an extra couple of months. And
0: I the mean, company she also said probably no. wanted
1: to rehab. And she probably wanted to rehab her body because, you know, she's taken a lot of bumps over the last couple of years and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. And the company said and, no. And
1: the, and the company said no. And it's a tough one. You know, it's it's a real tough one because I don't, I'm not going to disagree with you. I understand, you know, the company can do whatever the hell it wants. Sure. But if somebody's saying mental health, I feel, and I'm not saying that this is you, I'm. by the way, I'm not. Because again, I'm playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm. but I feel that in this particular industry of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, mental health is a, a big deal. Nia Jax, who we have—I don't—I want to be careful with how I say this. We have been not—we have not been kind to Nia Jax, and 95% of the time, Nia Jax has brought this upon herself. Has she not? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's still doesn't necessarily mean people can say the things that they have gotten away with that they say to Nia Jax and other wrestlers who may deal with mental health. And so when someone needs that mental health break and they need that escapism for a moment of the toxicity that can be this business and just the world in general, Mm -hmm. when the company says, Oh, well you, this is only the amount of time that we're giving you, you need to come back or else that or else can be really messed up at times. And that's where I get frustrated. But again, I understand it's, they're still a business. They still need to make money. They're still paying that person, you know, for whatever it is that it is. And so I guess I get it, but it just, it just doesn't always sit that well with me. It really doesn't. And you know, that's Naya. I don't, again, Sean Ross Sapp is reporting this. It's more than likely accurate hit row. He just got brought up during the draft. It, it doesn't make any goddamn sense.
0: <sighs> Tell me, dude, it's a vaccination thing.
1: It You never know. We'll have to wait and see. And we'll probably never find out exactly if that's really 1000% the case. That all being said, it's just it's a damn shame. It really is a damn shame. But it is what it is. Let's let's talk Survivor Series. But I mean, dear God.
0: <laughs> all right. Well uh yes we do have survivor series to talk about what a great pay-per-view this is gonna be <laughs> all right so um well it's not breaking news but I know it did get announced today which okay riddle me this why did Aaliyah get taken off of the smackdown survivor series team I don't
1: no, know what she, she knows was, I don't know she was looking great she looked great guess who else looked great Dominic looked great on team run he got kicked off
0: yeah. So, uh, so, did, they, so did Ray. They have replaced Aaliyah with Tony Storm, which I'm a thousand percent okay with. As Jorge apparently took another bite of food. Uh, Tony Storm is replacing Aaliyah, so I'm not displeased. I don't. I mean, that's it's kind of a weird choice to put Aaliyah on the team and then take her off like a week or two later. But that's WWE. They're insane like that. Um,
1: stupid there is good in her match by the way last
0: week there is an opening on the smackdown men's team as well i don't know if that's going to be remedied tomorrow i presume it is and they're not going to save it for the pay-per-view um so i presume that's going to be remedied tomorrow or today whenever you're listening to this because we record on thursdays so who do you think um, should be added
1: or who would you add
0: I have to think about that. So let's 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 get to that when we get there. So as Fair of enough. this moment, there are six matches. There are four champion versus champion matches and two Survivor Series matches. Which I'm at least happy that there are two Survivor Series matches because it's Survivor Series, the least ver- the the least relevant major pay per view, quote unquote. Seriously, I bet you. If we go through the pay-per-view events of the entire year, Survivor Series will be in the bottom 3 when it comes to relevancy. Year, Guaranteed. Yeah. No, yeah. I no, I mean just in general. Sure. Probably it's 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 at least in the bottom half now. Yep. But, Which is a
1: shame because in 2019 it was
0: tremendous. Yeah, and look where that got us. <sighs> look where that got us.
1: Never am I trusting NXT to any of the creative people in the back not named Paul Levesque ever again.
0: Oh, by the way, um, there is another very juicy rumor about NXT 2.0. They're
1: the, going TV 14. Yes. Yeah.
0: So. What, what does that help? Nothing. I, it, it makes it different, doesn't it?
1: I mean, maybe. But I mean, it's already. Mandy Rose has already been dropping the B word like about 17 times over well, the last three weeks. Well,
0: well, they've been dropping the B word on WWE television for a while. And no, I know they've had, they've had, they had Kofi Kingston put up the middle finger. They've had a bunch of different stuff sure, no, all I know. the time. So I know. yeah. Edgy. No, uh, I guess um, to quote the very famous Eric Bischoff, uh, you can either be greater than less than or different.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and till- we'll see if it actually makes a difference. I hope it does. Cause I'm telling you, man, I said this two weeks ago, NXT is not as good as it used to be, not even the slightest. And yeah, I know that you said it was a long I would, time ago. I, I, would, I don't I, think it was, but it, it's now gone really bad. Not as good as I would have hoped at all.
0: I would argue it's been kind of crappy for a while. I know.
1: I, I get it. You, that's what you told me last time, and that's fine. You're allowed to think that's th- The point is, it sucks now, and it doesn't matter how long it sucked. It sucks, period. End of story. NXT is not that great a product. I hate how people are like, oh well, it's different. Like, listen, Gerard from through the table can think it's all different, all he wants, and he can go ahead and say, oh, they need to go ahead and push the new NXT talent that's coming through, blah blah blah. That's all well and good. It still sucks, donkey dick. Doesn't matter. Still not good programming. If uh-huh. I was USA, I'd be very upset at the programming that they're putting out right now. I don't give a damn.
0: Look, this is this is you are fired up tonight, my God.
1: It's the hardest.
0: You're going on these <laughs> rants. It's ridiculous. I'm gone for one week, and you're pulling them. A- the heel turn here what are you doing um, uh, so no look this is what makes us wrestling fans there are those of us that have opinions and then there are those of us that are right uh, <laughs> shut up <laughs> I, it, that's, that's that's just the way it is alright so there are six matches uh, I, I don't really want to go in depth into all of these so here we, we go that's okay. not alright so uh, yeah by the way uh, you I gotta are, start first yeah. yeah you are so um go ahead and okay don't start with the men's survivor series match that's no, all not. i ask okay no no, go no ahead. that's fine
1: da- okay here's what i'm gonna tell you right now ross you said that you don't want to go into everything damian right. priest and shinsuke nakamura has had negative eight build negative eight build who's gonna win that match i'm gonna go damian priest i move on
0: okay um, I will tell you right now with the way that those are being built. Normally, if this was a pay-per-view where I actually was giving a damn about my picks, I would tell you that I would pick Nakamura. But since you picked Priest, I will also go with Damian Priest. Uh, so we have a tag team uh, champions match with uh, RK Bro and the Usos. Who do you yeah. have and why?
1: The Usos are aligned with Roman Reigns. They're winning. I move
0: on. I agree with you. The Usos are winning because they're part of the best thing going in wrestling right now. The bloodline. We move on. Uh, Let's go to the women's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw, Bianca Mm -hmm. Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina versus Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Heel Shotzi. Natalia, and Tony Storm. So this one
1: I actually will give input on because I think that this has had relatively okay-ish build. There have been some interactions between these two teams at least. hold, Hold on.
0: So I have to mention this because I don't know if you guys mentioned it last week or if I mentioned it. No, because it happened in between then. These teams were announced on Twitter. Oh, yeah, they were. Twitter and Instagram. Ridiculous. There were not qualifying matches. By the way, Ricochet publicly blasted everybody being like, why don't we have qualifying matches? Also, apparently, uh, Ricochet is uh, dating somebody from NXT. Good for him.
1: Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Hey, it is what (laughs) it is. I know. what,
1: What did I say to you the other day? I texted you something
0: I was uh, I, I was wondering why he and Casey Catanzaro were not taking pictures together and I was like, it's got to be kayfabe. Nope, it's yeah, real life. Real it's true. Life. So, so,
1: no, I, I text Ross. I asked Ross, hey, Ross, are you going to be uh, what do you think of full gear or what match are you most excited for for a full gear is what I asked him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, in his typical Ross form because Ross does his whole well,
2: mm, well and he does
1: it via text message as well as voice and that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. He then texts me about ricochet and his new girlfriend not having to do anything with the conversation of what we were just trying to have
0: i was distracted like,
1: he was that's exactly what he says he's like well i've been distracted all day by going ahead and studying ricochet's new girlfriend i'm like the hell does that have to do with the question that i just asked you ross
0: it doesn't does have to
1: do nothing
0: <laughs> i do these things with jorge where i like play these mental mind games with him to where so like he'll ask a question and i'll answer his question like three hours later but no, i'll not see you that
1: Not only will he answer it three hours later, he will answer it with an entirely different answer that has
0: nothing to do with the question. Well, right. Whatsoever. Well, because that's Ross, because at the end of the day, I have to keep Jorge on his toes. Uh, So (laughs) the
1: dumbest excuse I've ever heard you use Not at
0: all. And, And by the way, I'll just publicly admit this. Sometimes your questions not really relevant at the time I'm trying to answer them. You ask me a question. I'm literally in the middle of my work shift and I'm like, I can't give the answer I want. I'm working. And then when I want to give the answer, I'm thinking about something else. That's true. All
1: right. Fair enough. Okay. So, Let's so get it's, back to Team Raw, Team SmackDown. the ladies. So
0: it's not really an indictment against you. It's against your timing of when you want to ask me important stuff. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, Team Raw or Team SmackDown. I know Team SmackDown just added their fifth member back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you said there's been somewhat decent build. Um, I did. I don't. A build. I I don't really watch Raw these days. Yeah. So do you think Team Raw's got the edge because of Bianca? Do you think Team SmackDown's got the edge? Because actually, I don't know why. Please tell me which team you're picking and why.
1: I'm going to go. with. I am going to go with Team Raw. So interestingly enough, last year, uh, Bianca was on Team SmackDown and she was the last person eliminated because she could not make it into the ring in time. So therefore the sole survivor was Lana. What an awful, awful. finish that was. Yeah. So, but remember she was the one that was most protected because she was on our way to go ahead and win the rumble, which all made sense during that time. Now, Bianca's a full blown mega star. She is one of the top pieces of the raw women's division and just WWE women's division as a whole. So she, of course she's, I think quote unquote team captain, um, I look at this and I look at Team SmackDown, Ross, and tomorrow night, which will be tonight by the time that this episode drops, Sasha and Shotzi have a one-on-one match. So depending on how that goes whatsoever, there's going to be a mega implosion on Team SmackDown, which will assist Raw. So therefore, I'm going to go with Team Raw probably getting the victory. I would, considering the booking of a couple of people on this, on these teams, I'd love to say Zelina is going to be a sole survivor, but she's not. And I hate to say that, but I will say it would not surprise me if Bianca and Liv Morgan, who is on, who has basically become for lack of a better term, essentially the number one contender to the raw women's title. Well, actually that's incorrect. She is the number one contender to the raw women's title. So you have to protect Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair is too big to just have her get eliminated. So if I'm, wwe creative i'm having raw take the victory with bianca and Liv morgan being the two sole survivors i think that would be the best route to go
0: all right well in accordance with the rest of our picks i wholeheartedly agree with you by the way i just found video proof as to why Aaliyah was kicked off the smackdown team mm-hmm. i saw her promo after sonia deville kicked her off the team she was reading a piece of paper off screen pathetic <sighs> Pathetic. All right. Anyway, that being said, I, I I thought she did totally fine for the two weeks that she was kind of pushed. Uh... I, I thought
1: she, I thought she did too. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I two weeks ago, Ross, when the when the teams got announced, I don't know about this, and I'm just trying to fluff this up because I'm trying to wait, try wait, wait, hold here. on, There's... hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. You mean the sure. teams that were announced on Twitter? That's okay, right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay.
1: I literally I said that the team... <laughs> The, the teams looked weak to me at the time. And the, at the time, it included Aaliyah on Team SmackDown. And by the way, no disrespect to Aaliyah. But who the hell is Aaliyah? I mean, yes, she's on NXT. She was on NXT. Now she's on SmackDown. She seems like she's a really good talent. Um, she seems like a smart gal. She's a very pr- pretty gal, which assists, obviously, in the WWE women's division because they do like a look and whatever. But She's nothing. She was nothing. And then Natalia has been not anywhere near on the same level as she should have been over the last few years. Shotzi is not brain treated anywhere. Now, granted, this has changed over the last couple of weeks and now Shotzi is on a way bigger trajectory than she was a couple of weeks back. And then Shayna and Sasha, and then the raw team, they didn't have that. It, it wasn't stacked whatsoever. And I'm like, and I said, these teams don't look that good. And somebody came at me, they were like, oh, my God, what are you, crazy, blah, blah. Like, these teams are stacked. I'm like, no, no, they're not. These two teams are not that stacked. They just aren't. And it's, by the way, if I were WWE for Team Raw, how the hell do you not have Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, who are the women's tag team champions, not on Team Raw?
0: I think like, you know the answer to
1: that. It's stupid. I'm sorry. I love Carmella. I love Carmella, but I would not have included her on Team Raw. I would have put in Nikki Ash instead. It would have made more sense. All
0: right. Let me let me tell you something right now. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. This whole face mask gimmick that they have Carmella doing. It's actually one of the more entertaining things that they have going on Raw right now. OK, but remember, this is also the guy that never would have made Zelina Vega the queen. But she is, so then she's been pushed
1: more, so she has to be on team run. I'm OK with it.
0: You know what? I my love, answer I to that is? You know I know like my is a lot. You know what? My answer to that is. Hey, that's great. Hey, that's okay. great. Well, okay. would you rather have had a do drop? A, a, a heel Dewdrop? drop? Uh, No, no, I would have had I would have had Dewdrop win the uh, queen and go back to Piper Niven.
1: Yeah, well, now Dewdrop's a heel. And guess what? Nobody gives
0: a crap. Well, what I'm saying is they should just have her go back to Piper Niven because the person that gave her that name is now no No longer longer in in the company.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. pull, pull, Pull a Dewdrop with what you just did with Alexa Blake. You wrote her off television because Bray Wyatt is no longer in WWE. We'll take Dewdrop off TV and no longer have Dewdrop on TV anymore. It's that hey, simple.
0: Hey, you know what? Uh, they should honestly just send Piper Niven to NXT.
1: They could use her. Yeah, they could use her.
0: Yeah, they could have. Uh, they could have her uh, as a baby face and feud against uh, Toxic Attraction.
1: Sure. By the way, that War Games women's match is looking real fire. War real Games.
0: Fire. <laughs> I'm sorry. War, War Games. I love. <laughs> I I, hate
1: the stupid that I hate the stupid paint over war games and NXT. I hate that, but I'm down with the women's war games match with how it's going right now with toxic attraction and Dakota Kai versus Raquel and EO. And is it Corey, Corey, Jade, right? I believe so. And they don't have a fourth member yet.
0: I think that's correct.
1: Yeah. I think it's probably going to be Zoe Stark because she's been teaming with EO.
0: That sounds right.
1: That would probably make sense if you added her, but if maybe they'll add somebody else, I don't know. But because of Dakota and Raquel's beef, and not to not to mention the beef that Raquel has with toxic attraction, that storyline is actually okay with me.
0: Uh I was just saying that I adore William Regal, and he I, needs to I do be, too. He needs to be the general manager of NXT or whatever his title is
1: for the rest un- of his life
0: un- until the end of time. Yes, uh, I agree. Even though. Actually, he'd be a breath of fresh air on Raw. Yeah, but you know
1: what? Bring me back the anonymous general manager on the (laughs) laptop.
0: No, 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 no. Okay. You know what I want? I want the opposite of okay. Remember when Regal was the general manager and he was hanging out with uh um oh my gosh, his name just escaped me. The Japanese buzzsaw. Oh, Tajiri? Tajiri! Oh my gosh. Back when he was, you know being kayfabe getting p in his T and everything yeah have that be the opposite to where like he's an actual like he needs to be the complete opposite of what adam pierce is stick him on raw and it'll make that show 10 times better overnight that'll never happen but that being said all right we are at the uh the men's survivor series team i've had some time to think about it so yeah uh team raw is uh your boy seth rollins and your boy finn Balor. Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory making up the state. Austin final Theory makes the no sense, but that's fine. Well, no, he isn't he chums with uh chums with somebody.
1: He used to be in Seth Rollins' group last year in tw- at the beginning of 2020. Remember that? Yes. Yes, but that's no longer been the case. He went back to NXT and so like they completely dropped that Okay, so, out, more, yeah.
0: so basically, I'm mm-hmm. uh, look. Okay. Before I go any further. I am a firm believer, okay, that the Survivor Series matches need to mean something. I also remember a time when there were team captains and captains went out and got talent and guys that fit what they were. Sure. So in a perfect world, if Seth Rollins or Bobby Lashley was the team captain, I could see either one of them going out and being like, this Austin Theory guy is really good. Sure. And I, I kind of like the way he does X promo or X match or whatever. Let's add him on the team.
1: Right. So here's, okay. So here's one thing. This is my understanding okay. with team raw. They were wanting to go ahead and do an all-star team of all WWE champions. That's why Rey Mysterio was on that team, but okay. then didn't make any sense that Dominic was on that team, but it's okay. Cause he lost Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley has been the, one of the best things that's happened to raw all year long. So, uh, the fact that he wasn't even on the team to begin with.
0: Okay. Made so, no sense to me. so so who, so what former champion should be on this team that is not Randy Orton because he's already wrestling.
1: Well, I would have just said, leave Ray Mysterio in there. I would have just said, because okay. he was already on the team. Okay. That's what I would have said.
0: Okay. No, no, um, no, that, uh, but, no, that's fair. That's fair. But
1: here's the thing. If you really want to go ahead and be good about it, you t- you would have freaking put in AJ styles. Like it, it, it writes it's gosh, Damn. Sell, oh, my okay. God.
0: Okay. SmackDown has uh, Drew, your boy, Jeff Hardy, um, y- your boy, King Woods, um, Happy Corbin, yep. and to be announced.
1: So I got a couple of ideas of who they could add. All right. Um, go ahead. You could go ahead and either. You could you could do Sheamus. I think that'd be a solid pick. Okay. Um, because X is on the squad, I mean you'd be stupid to not add kofi okay i'm just being honest okay. um and let me see what who else could you add um let's see here Nakamura's already in the match he's the IC champ yep um no i i i probably say i i t- i probably say kofi the the kofi thing makes the most sense King woods can go ahead and use his i'm the king huh. I knight the Sir Kofi and you are. I mean, he actually already did that. Um, so Kofi being on Team SmackDown to me makes
0: probably the most sense. That's probably who I would pick too. Yeah. So all right. So uh on paper, sure, Raw's team looks a hell of a lot better than SmackDown's team. which yes. which normally in that case means that Smackdown's probably gonna win. But True. I'm but but I'm not picking, you're picking. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. Um Seth Rollins is currently a number one contender going forward for Biggie's championship in the next however whenever they want to do it because he won that number one contendership a few weeks back, right? Okay. So, I think you have to find a way to make sure that you uh, save him, that you that that you protect him, and not to mention last year Rollins was the first person eliminated in that Survivor Series match he literally got down on his knees and then he took a shot or whatever it was a super kick, And he got pinned the first person it didn't make any sense, but whatever he was getting written on TV. Cause Becky was going to have a baby. Um, I think that's going to be entirely different now. I think Rollins is going to be um, very important uh, throughout this match. I already picked team raw on the women's side. So I probably, I'm probably going to go smack down on this. Okay. Well, I'll hold on for one second. I picked the Usos raw. Or excuse me, SmackDown. I picked Priest. He's Raw. Yes. Um, I picked Team Raw for the women. Yes. Yeah, I probably because mm, I don't I don't want to go too heavy on one show because that usually backfires. You know how it
0: is. Well, unless it's the one year where uh, what was it? Raw pitched a shutout. Smacked. Yeah, they
1: just smacked around SmackDown. Well, like no well,
0: game. well. Except for the pre-show match, which didn't count. Yeah. Or they or they or they or they or they screwed up their booking, basically yeah. is what happened. Yeah. Well they, so they didn't just screw up didn't...
1: their booking, they just didn't give a crap. No, no, yeah. no.
0: Literally, if their idea was to pitch a shutout, yeah, either you're telling your audience the pre-show means nothing, uh-huh. or they screwed up the booking of the first match.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: So, I agree. Either so way it's not good. So. Yeah.
1: so I'm probably gonna go hell to hell with it I'll, I'll go with smackdown and the only person in the world that makes the most sense to be the sole survivor for smackdown would be drew mcintyre um okay i would say um, that he probably would eliminate uh i here here's here's the way i look at it there's two people you absolutely need to protect over on team rob that's rollins and you need to protect uh bobby lashley um I bet you they're going to give Lashley the Rusev treatment from a few years ago where he accidentally, or the Braun Strowman treatment where he kind of eliminates himself in a way, not, not because he's stupid, but because he just destroys somebody and then he gets counted out or, you know, he tries to destroy somebody and he accidentally destroys himself through the table or something. Um, Just find a way to make sure that Bobby Lashley does not get pinned. I don't need to see Bobby Lashley get pinned again. He already got pinned by Goldberg. He's already lost his two title shots against uh against biggie you have to be careful he's been on a roll this year don't ruin it so find a way to protect bobby lashley
0: okay so i like where your head's at but the only thing i would change would be i think you could protect lashley by having him and rollins be the last two guys against drew and drew overcomes the odds and beats both of them you could do that or
1: maybe because you know Rollins is—I don't know if you know this—but Rollins is by default the team captain for Raw, and McIntyre is the team captain for SmackDown. Mm -hmm. So, what I—you know how I book it? Because Bobby Lashley, remember, he's still the CEO of the Hurt Business, so he doesn't take orders from anybody except himself. Right. So the way that here's a here's a very creative way to book it—they're not going to do this because they're not creative. Um, but Rollins is giving out orders and dishing out orders to Lashley. Lashley doesn't like that, so he just walks out of the ring and he leaves, and he gets counted out. And it leaves Rollins to fend for himself, and Rollins then loses to Drew McIntyre. At the same time, Ross, I, can, I could, I could I also, also see.
0: Go ahead. Go, no, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interject. Go ahead. No, no,
1: no, it's okay. I would just say that I could see Rollins being the sole survivor because again, he's an actual number one contender to Biggie's WWE Championship. There is no number one contender to the Universal Title right now to Roman Reigns. I can tell you that it's probably going to be Drew McIntyre, and you would probably agree with me, but there's nothing set in stone. There's something set in stone with Rollins, and you have to protect that. So could I see Rollins actually being the sole, for, sole survivor for Team Raw? Yeah, I can. I just don't think that that's the right way to go about it, so that's why I'm still going to stick to my SmackDown pick. But I just wanted to make sure I added that. But I'm going to let you go ahead and say what you okay. uh, said in response to my Bobby Lashley thing. I
0: could, I could also see a situation where they protect um Woods and Kofi.
1: Yeah, uh, of course, that would make utter sense. And
0: it's three on two, and Bobby Lashley's like, "Yep, screw this, I'm leaving." And then Rollins, the heel, is I realize it's three on one odds against the heel, uh-huh. but like. At that point, it's game over because Rollins would just lose. Yeah. He would just, and he, would, he, he would just get kicked in the face, and then New Day would do their stupid finisher off the top rope, and that'd be it. Yeah. I'm and this saying, is one of those pay per so. views that they could
1: get away with that because it's like,
0: oh, it's, uh, well, plus, it's the Survivor Series. Well plus, well, plus, all Survivor Series means nothing. So. Exactly. Yeah.
1: All so, right.
0: So you're picking SmackDown.
1: I'm going SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Drew McIntyre being the sole
0: survivor. Uh, so let's. Go on this premise okay, okay? you're probably going to disagree with me and i don't care i agree that probably the best built feud is becky versus charlotte however mm-hmm. i don't think it's main eventing
1: that's fine and even I, if you didn't think it was main eventing it, i'd probably say let's pick roman and biggie last because it's the okay it's the two it's they're the two world champions they're the two most important people in the company which is if- a very
0: which if- is a very weird spot it's Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it briefly when they get there. Uh, So. (sighs) I refuse to call her by that awful nickname they're giving her right now. Becky Lynch is facing Charlotte Flair. Oh, hey, not that long ago, they were the opposite brands champion. Then that whole mess in the ring happened. And then they've been apparently having real heat in the back. And there's real tension going on. Supposedly, yeah. With the two of these people. Um, I'm not going to go into details. I will simply say that all parties are at some fault in this entire thing. Um, and unfortunately, the reality is that this is a match that... Is happening because it's Survivor Series. When in actuality, if we're really being serious, they should just both be on the same brand and having a feud through WrestleMania against each other and have Bianca doing something else on the other show with Sasha and whoever else you want. Okay? I'm just making that real right now. Because if you want to do this feud, great. The problem is you put them on different shows to set up this match. And then after this match, the feud ends. Because they're on different shows. That's the way it is. So, great. You have, like, a real-life heat thing in a match that people are actually interested in seeing. And you're going to get one match out of it. That's, That's just great. So why are we picking Becky Lynch to win this match?
1: Well, okay. That's, I mean, hold on. I don't want to go there yet because the one thing that I will say is I think WWE got lucky on this one, Ross, and I'll explain to you the reason why. Oh boy. No, no. They got lucky that if there's actually real life heat between Charlotte and Becky, that they could actually use this into storyline.
0: It's one because match.
1: They, no, I know. I don't know. I know that. I'm I'm aware of that. I'm okay. not. I, I just wanted to mention that because if there was no real life heat, this pay-per-view would like it's already it's it's like semi-trash. It would be utter trash if there was no real life heat between them. Because there is supposedly real life heat between these two ladies, it has made it so somewhat interesting and the majority of people ish are relatively excited for the prospect of becky lynch versus charlotte flair six or wherever we are at at this point they have wrestled on a number of occasions against one another even as big as superstars as they are now this is not the first time that they're going to be facing one another since they've both been on this level they've already done that 2018 you look at 2019 when they main evented WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey and then they had their rematch at Money in the Bank when, you know, Becky finally lost the SmackDown Women's title belt to Charlotte and blah, blah, blah. This isn't the first time we've seen this. They just got lucky because they caught lightning in a bottle because there happens to be some beef between Rebecca Quinn and Ashley Flair. Okay? That's just, that's the way I see it. That all being said, (sighs) I'm not 100% certain if Becky's actually going to take the victory, Ross. And the reason why I say that is it depends what crowd reaction you want. You know? And now,
0: okay, now, hold hold on, hold on. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. This is, and yes, I have to mention this again. Okay, go ahead. Because apparently people do not get this. Okay. I'll speak real slow. Okay. This match is a heel versus heel match. hundred percent. It's so weird. It's, thank you for mentioning that Ross, because you're right.
1: I'm going to agree with you. You're right. The problem with, uh, another issue with this match is Becky's playing the baby face in the match and then playing heel t- two minutes later in the other side of the promo with Liv Morgan. Do you know how freaking frustrating
0: that is? Okay. What did I say when she first came back? What was the first thing I said?
1: She needed to be a babyface.
0: Okay. If your plan was to have her come back as a heel, which was their plan, they screwed it up from second one. Second one, they screwed it up. And by the way, Becky Lynch is not doing herself any favors with how she's portraying the character. I don't care if every word is written for her. She's doing herself no favors, playing a heel.
1: Oh, that promo, as good as it was on Monday. Let me be very clear. The promo that she cut on Monday before Liv Morgan stepped in the ring, which, by the way, was very fun. I, uh, By the way, I haven't mentioned this, and Ross, neither have you. I am so excited for Liv Morgan.
0: Yeah, I know this you is,
1: are. This has been a moment that I've been waiting for for a long time. It's a sh- Again, it's a shame. Ruby Riot. And Sarah Logan, I'm no longer in WWE. Shout out to Ruby Riot doing excellent things over in AEW right now. And I'm Ruby ecstatic. Soho. Yes, you're right. Ruby Soho is, is what she is now. I meant to, I, I was talking about if, as if she were in WWE, so that's what I'm referring to. But thank you for the clarification. My point is, I miss the Riot Squad. And I've been a Liv Morgan fan for a really long time. Ross can attest to this.
0: He has so, been.
1: Yeah. So to see Liv Morgan be in the spot now after like five years... You just know that she's been busting her ass backstage, and I'm really happy to see her here. And I hope that this feud ends up in a good way, whether or not she beats Becky. I'm not 100% sure she will, but it's just nice to see her where she is today. That all being said, the promo that Becky cut before Liv got in the ring was great. And it would have been great
0: for a baby vice. Lynch. What accent was that?
1: No, it was just me getting close to the mic and just saying it's a baby face. And I wanted to accentuate that.
0: That that, that was brutal
1: (laughs) for a baby face. That's my point. It would have been great for a baby face. Becky's not playing a baby face. And I don't care that she's playing the baby face technically in this feud or in in this story. It doesn't matter. She's not a baby face. And it's just frustrating to me because here's the way I do it. If you want Becky Lynch to be the baby face, to just turn her baby face. You have tons of heels on Raw that could turn on her, which therefore could make her a baby face. If you just did that, it would be perfectly fine. But no, you're choosing to go ahead and keep her heel because that's what you want. The crowd doesn't want that. I don't want to cheer her as a freaking heel, I don't. I know that I love her. I don't want to cheer against her. I'm just being honest. Well, that's me.
0: So again, this goes back to. Letting the fans decide what you want to do in your company.
1: And and that's fair. That's fair, Ross. You're right. But they also black. And this is not the fans. They blasted themselves in the foot. Because they know that Becky Lynch is one of the most over things in pro wrestling with Mm -hmm. fans. Mm -hmm. Right. They they know this. Mm -hmm. It's like remember when Seth Rollins came back in 2016, and we were super hyped because he pedigreed Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring at Extreme Rules, and the next night he was still heal, even though that crowd was wanting to cheer for him like crazy, and it took them three months to finally pull the trigger on the face turn. Mm-hmm. You're kind of, you're kind of in that same situation now. The crowd is reacting the way that they want to react. And they've been reacting like that for forever and a day.
0: Here's the thing, though. Okay. I'm sorry. It is not. It's not hard. It's not hard. To get the fans to turn on you. You're right. Because they've turned on Becky before. It's not hard. Okay. I agree. it's, it's, It's okay. Had they come back. Okay, look. I understand that people are going to get pops when they come back. That's fine. Okay, I understand that. As much as it annoys me sometimes, I accept it because people are just excited that you're back.
2: Yeah.
0: I've said this over and over again. If the plan was to make her a heel, they failed from second one. Mm -hmm. So, luckily, the crowd didn't turn on Bianca. All right. So, who are you picking, Charlotte or Becky?
1: I'm going Becky because it probably makes more sense in Charlotte.
0: All right. Well, if I had stakes in the game, I would, I would argue against it and probably still pick it and I hate it. So that's okay. Yeah. Uh, It's main event time. Main event time.
1: Yeah. At least we think it is the main
0: event, right? Uh, I said this to you off the air and I will say it again. As of right now, if Roman reigns is on the card, he's in the main event. I get that. He is at look. This is a comparison that I know people are going to groan at, but it's the truth. I'm not being hyperbolic, okay? Roman Reigns has become at that John Cena level. If John Cena was on the card, he was in the main event. Sure. Okay? I'm not saying Roman Reigns is John Cena. I'm saying he is that level of importance to that company right now. Whereas right. where if he's on the card, he is in the main event and none of yeah. this. Ooh, there's four main events. No, there's no. one main event.
1: You're right. No, so no, I, I agree with you completely. Yes. Roman so, Reigns is on a different level than everybody else in WWE and in pro wrestling in general.
0: All right. So uh, with as much of a problem as I have for this being the, okay. Well, Ross, there was a time when it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal, and they changed it to Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles, which we had a good match with that. We had Brock Lesnar versus uh, Daniel Bryan, now known as Bryan Danielson. Uh, Last year's champion versus champion match was... a banger.
1: Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns was a
0: banger. Yes, it was. So this year we get Roman Reigns, the biggest thing in WWE against biggie
1: you know you say that really flatly this is not a uh-huh. this is not flat bro i'm sorry
0: well, i'm sorry this but... is not
1: brock versus gender
0: i okay but they were never going to do brock versus gender and they didn't do brock versus gender yeah okay? i understand that look i'm sorry i don't care if you or anybody else disagrees with me okay this should be roman versus bobby should be sorry
1: by the way, so, okay, hold on for one second. You just got done saying that what irritated you about Becky and Charlotte was the fact that they were both heels. Mm-hmm. If Roman and, Ro- and Bobby were to go one-on-one mm-hmm. on Sunday, it mm-hmm. would also be heel versus heel. This pay-per-view doesn't matter. I understand that, but to be fair, okay, first of all, I'm ex- Big E, Bobby, Bobby was going to lose, and okay. Big E was going to win. Like, he I'm, won Money in the Bank. And okay. That was just-
0: okay, that's fine. So... Don't tell don't me either. you're. Don't tell me you're going to put the hurt business back together and then bury him two months in a row.
1: Oh no! I that, listen. That is stupid, and you know that I disagree with that completely. I'm and with by, you on that.
0: And by and by the way, also, I would not be having Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair on this pay per view because yes. because neither of them should be champion right now.
1: Well, I would argue that it probably could have. You could have gone away with Bianca and Charlotte, but that's but, a whole different story for another day.
0: So. All right, I'm sorry to be anticlimactic. That's fine. Um, Actually, no, I shouldn't. I'm interested to see if you're going to go off the reservation here because I can make an argument that Roman Reigns should lose this match.
1: I could also make that argument. I'm glad that you read my mind, Ross, and it looks like you and I are on the same trajectory without even really meaning to. I would tell you right now, Bobby, if there's any, I was going to say, Bobby, excuse me. I meant to say, Big e. if there's anybody out of these two men who needs this victory to really solidify their title ring, even though it's not a title match, mm-hmm. it's, it's biggie biggie. Mm-hmm. Like Roman already has this long laundry list of people that he's already smoked in the last year and two months. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's been great. Oh, by the way, let me, let me use Roman's words. I said smoked. No, 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 no smash them. He smashed them.
0: Here's 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 the problem though, okay? Yeah. Because here's here's another reality, okay? Sure. I just said Roman Reigns was at that John Cena level. You sure. know what else Roman Reigns is becoming?
1: He's becoming Brock.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which means now the reason why a loss here makes sense for Roman not in the same way but in a similar trajectory. Remember all the time when I talk about how Hollywood Hogan was the champion in WCW. He lost to Lex Luger and then won the belt back two days later and then sure. was champion until Starcade of 97. So yeah. they broke up like a year and a half of a title reign with Lex Luger beating him and having it for like two days because it was the 100th episode of Nitro. And that mm-hmm. actually mattered. And that actually made sense to kind of like freshen up. Oh my gosh, you know, Hollywood Hogan's the champion again. We're stuck with this again. It just got more heat. It yeah, worked. Tri- Triple H, same way in the Ruthless Aggression era. Uh, well, I mean, Orton won the title against Benoit and then lost it immediately back to Triple H a month later.
1: Yeah. And not to mention, you go back all the way to 2002. Shawn Michaels won the Elimination Chamber at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. He lost it a month later to Triple H again. And then Triple H went on to have the World Heavyweight Championship until I'm forgiven of 2003 when he
0: uh, lost to the reign of terror. Yeah. Um. So I say all of that to say this. Although I can make an argument for Big E to win this match for all the reasons you just said, I think you can still have Big E look like an absolute superstar, like massive stud. Yeah. The the, the massive stud that detractors he like is. me want him to be mm-hmm. in a losing effort to Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, I think you could treat this match in a very similar fashion to what we got out of Roman and Drew last year, where Roman Beat Drew, but Drew was still looking like a million bucks. They went twenty-five minutes in a match of the year candidate, ladies and gentlemen. I, that match was
0: an absolute banger. I I miss that Drew. I I,
1: I do too. I, I very and, much do. I hope I, we get him in that fashion on Sunday.
0: Oh, and yeah. look, look. I am not saying Drew McIntyre is not the bee's knees. I'm not saying he is not a main event level guy. I am not saying. He's not just a stud. Okay. I'm not saying that, but he is not the same guy that he was a year ago.
1: Oh, no, he's not. He's not.
0: And he's that been watered down. That, I mean, seriously, seriously. You know how I talk about how there's seven main eventers in this company? Yeah. Look at where all those seven main eventers are right now.
1: Well, a couple of them have been released, but yeah.
0: A couple of them have been released. A couple of them are stuck in tag teams. One of them just got buried in the desert by a 60 year old. Yep. And then there's Drew McIntyre with his cartoon sword. And then there's, and then there's Roman. Oh, and, oh, and then, and then there's Brock.
1: Yep. Oh, and then, and D Bry is over in uh, AEW. Bry D. It's it's
0: kind of a, and then of course, if we really, if we, excuse me, if we really want to be fair as much as I despise the character, the women's division does have two bona fide main event level talents in their company. And yes. they're named Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, they're they
1: two are. mega stars. And yeah. that's not even including Sasha and uh, and Bailey, who who's injured, by the way. And then you've got Bianca, who's on the rise. She's a star. She's just not on that same mega star level right. as okay. Becky
0: and Charlotte are. Yeah. Okay. O- okay. But what I'm saying is the first ever women's match that main event at WrestleMania had two of those people in it. Yes. It did not have Sasha. It did not have Bailey. It didn't have any of those people. It had Becky and Charlotte. It also yep. happened to have, which by the way, if Rhonda is going to come back, uh, they have to do her versus Becky immediately. Yeah. And like, they're running out of time. Like immediately. If, if, if they're going to do it.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and that's all on Rhonda. I think it's gotten down to Rhonda at this point, but let's get back. Yeah. I know you're trying to get us back. Right, to Big so, e Roman.
0: so are you, are you picking Roman or are you picking Biggie?
1: I think I got to go with Roman. i I really want to pick biggie but i think that the smart move and by the way just like you said you don't have to make biggie look weak in this loss you don't i think the way that you do it is you build this match to go 15 uh, i'd say 20 actually i'd say give it time more time than what they gave biggie and drew at crown jewel because i think i I know that you hammered on that you were like oh this match went too short i i gave it a pass i was like oh this match went 14 minutes i thought was fine but you're You know, you were like, that should have gone longer. And I agree with you. I think that Big E and Roman, though, absolutely deserve more than 15 minutes. If you give this match 20 to 25 minutes, I think it'll be great. These two can work that time limit. Big E, for as huge as he is and is incredibly athletic, Roman Reigns, we all know what he brings to the table. We already know what Biggie brings to the table. These two have had matches together because we've seen the New Day versus the Shield in the past. They can go. This is the perfect big hosses type match that Vince McMahon loves to see. And these two are the absolute perfect specimens to be able to bring that to the table. I think I'm also going to go ahead and say this, Ross you know the Uso is going to be chilling around ringside, so you know who else is going to be coming around ringside to bring up backup. So that is going to make this match, it's going to give this match a whole hell of a lot more of a, cre- of a chaotic feel than what we originally thought with, with X and Kofi being there to back up Biggie, if Jay and Jimmy are going to be backing up Roman, if that makes sense. And I think that that'll make this a lot more entertaining than what we think it'll be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that all being said, I think that you could get away with um, Roman hitting Biggie with a spear out of nowhere and getting a three count. And I think that would be perfect. So I'm going to I think that's the way it'll go down. And I'm picking Roman to win.
0: Uh, so I'm not saying this is a super creative finish, but I think it could work. Biggie's got Roman up for the big ending. He hits the big ending. Roman kicks out. He goes. I, I can't a- believe that. He goes for a second big ending. Mm-hmm. Roman gets out of it and puts him in that. In the guillotine. In, in the guillotine lock. And then and Biggie passes out and loses. Yes,
1: yeah. Because he doesn't tap out. He doesn't get pinned. I think it's right. a perfect way to go ahead and, you know, have Biggie look like a million bucks. He struggled. He struggled. He couldn't get out of it, but he never tapped. I think that's great. I think that's perfectly fine, too. Okay. I think that interference, though, will play a factor in this between the New Day and the Usos.
0: Oh, I agree. You know? I agree, which is which is which is why I have a feeling that Woods and Kofi are not going to last very long. And
1: they're like in, the you know, whole match yeah, I agree for, for
0: Team Smackdown. They need to I be think fresh to be... back
1: up. Yeah, yes. I, I would mm-hmm. agree with you. That's a mm-hmm. like, that's a good call, brother. I like mm-hmm. that. I, I think yeah. that's really smart. It's a great. An, um, Yeah, I think that's great analyzing of what could happen on Team Smackdown. So it'll that'll be very that'll be something to very. To be careful of which means that team raw and team smackdown is not gonna semi-main.
0: Yes, I expect one of the <sighs> I,
1: I think if I were if I were I, WWE creative, I, I think I open it with the Usos and RK Bro.
0: And see, I can almost guarantee you that one of the Survivor Series matches is gonna open the show.
1: Then have it be the men's team raw, team smackdown match,
0: because it gives so, if you do that...
1: Then I would put RK-Bro in the Usos right after.
0: Uh, I could also see the Intercontinental Championship versus... or I could see Nakamura versus Priest being right after that.
1: I agree. Just and make sure that that Team Raw versus Team SmackDown is in the first third of the show. Because it needs... You need to, yeah, you that makes need, sense. You need... Both those teams you need X and Kofi again. And this is if Kofi is actually on team Smackdown, but at least X, right? You need to have him be fresh and you need to have Jamie and Jay be fresh and make sure that Kofi is available and then still have Roman and Biggie be far enough from everything else for this all to make sense. This is whether or not Roman and Biggie are going to main event or if they're going to semi main event, because you know that this is going to be one of the last two matches of the night. Right.
0: So that's and- the way that I look at it. And also, uh, just to be totally fair, we could see another match added on SmackDown. I don't know what that would be.
1: I don't know what that could be either, but yeah, sure. But I, Also, actually, here's what I'll say. I, I actually disagree with you. I don't think we'll see another match added because to me, and this is what you and I were talking about earlier, and I know that you said, all oh, it's probably not going to happen, but you never know. The, take away WrestleMania 30, 38 away for a second and 39. This show has still also been hyped around the fact that it is the rock's 25-year anniversary. So
0: So, so but, I was I was gonna get to the rock and you're kind of jumping the gun, but that's okay. No, no, that's okay. Um, my my only okay, I have an idea. And it's if if I was booking this three months ago uh-huh. and had this grand plan. I have the perfect idea for what the seventh match should be on this show. Okay. Okay. So you have all your champions facing off against each other. Uh You have a men's survivor series match and a women's survivor series match. You know, what would be the cherry on top to make this pay-per-view again? This is with proper build, proper everything. You have a seventh match. What do you do? You have the NXT champion against the NXT UK champion. They had Tommy C versus Walter.
1: Well, I mean,
0: he w- or not Walter, but uh who is the UK champ right now? Is oh it still Walt? No,
1: no, 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 he lost. He lost the title to um um the Russian guy. Dragonoff. Um,
0: Dragonov. Yeah yeah, 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 I'm Dragunov. sorry. Yeah. what a stud. Yeah. So it would be uh it would be uh it'd be Big Bad Tommy C versus Dragonoff.
1: Yeah, that'd be a banger, for sure.
0: Cuz if we're implementing this as a seventh match to do that, I I'm just saying that would be a killer addition to this card to kind of give it a nice little yep. round off.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah.
0: And then you could have uh as your as your as your pre show match, you could have uh something that really doesn't matter. And then your main card would be the six matches, including the uh NXT versus UK champ. Yeah, saying, I, I,
1: I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you. You could have I, I bet you they would have what you would have done is put Shinsuke and Damien on the pre show and then yes. have that match be in the middle of the card. I would agree. Um, but anyways, so So,
0: the rock, Mm -hmm. okay.
1: The wild card in all this
0: 25th anniversary of the rock, which is super awesome. We covered Um, it a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And, uh, somebody spoofed the outfit on WWE's Instagram. I forget who it was. Somebody spoofed that original streamer outfit.
1: Oh, it was, uh, I think it was Rhea.
0: No 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 she didn't
1: she did the uh she did the fanny pack who was yes. it who did the cuz so um, priest did the open shirt with the uh with the title which looked really cool ria mm-hmm. did the um the, the the fanny pack and who who there was another oh, person oh it was
0: um it was
1: riddle it was riddle yes it was riddle. who did and there was but there was another person on top of that that did something else and it's bugging me now, and I can't think of who it was because it was four people, not three. It'll come back. I'm sure I'll look it up. But yes, it was Riddle. Riddle looked great. So did so a Priest killed it, um, and Rhea looks fantastic as well. And I'm trying to figure out who that last person was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. So just as a very quick recap, uh, because we are both picking the same picks because that's mm-hmm. how this works for this pay per view. Uh, because of the the thing that I said before, um, we have a Priest beating nakamura we have the usos beating rk bro we have team raw for the women's and did you say who the survivors were going to be um
1: for the women i i said raw and i think bianca and Liv morgan for me
0: okay uh smackdown for the men and you have drew as the sole survivor that's right and then uh becky and roman that's right okay rock uh 25th anniversary and they uh, also he has the uh the netflix movie red notice that just came out have you watched it yet by the I way i am
1: halfway through and i'm really enjoying it so far
0: okay uh so it is exactly what you think it's gonna be it's not like okay i have a feeling you're gonna watch all of it and you're gonna be a rock apologist and think it's like this great movie it's 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 okay it's it's nothing spectacular. I'm enjoying um, it for
1: what it is, but I'm not going to tell you that it's the greatest thing I've ever seen because it's nowhere near that.
0: Um. So, and if I butcher her name, please correct me immediately. Is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? She goes Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, okay. Yep. Um, she might be the hottest woman on the planet. So, or at least she's definitely in my list. Um, she really
1: bulked up after Wonder Woman and I think it's done her
0: dividends. I, she's, well...
1: Paid her dividends. Okay.
0: Yeah. She okay. filled out more. If this comes across as sexist, then I, I, I I'm I'm gonna be like, I don't even know. Okay, she is Israeli, correct? Which means correct. like she actually knows. I guess I guess the point I'm making is this it's believable that she can pull off all the fight scenes, regardless if it's choreographed or not, it's believable.
1: Oh, yeah, but she and by the way, she did in the sense of she did a lot of her own stunt work. For sure. Did she do and a that, lot no, of her uh, stunt work for Wonder Woman stuff? I think so, and I think she did a lot of the stunt work during uh in particular in fast five and in fast six.
0: Okay, that'd be an interesting question for uh Tom the Thunderous Wizard from uh Hops and Box Office Flops, because I think they have some DC fans over there, don't they? Are you kidding me?
1: Thunderous Wizard are the biggest Zack Snyder apologist I've ever met in my entire okay. life, and I love him, boy. so so maybe <laughs> so maybe
0: he can tell us. If yeah. he knows if she did a lot of her own stunt work, I or will if it ask was... him and
1: I will come and I'll, I'll okay. let you know.
0: I only mentioned that again, we were talking about the rock yeah. Um, pretty much. He can do whatever he wants.
1: Oh yeah. He's the most powerful man in Hollywood right now. It's crazy. So,
0: and like after ballers ended and now he's doing the Netflix thing and like he's doing a bunch of other stuff Uh, he's doing the jungle cruise, you name it, he's doing it.
1: Black Adams coming next year. Yeah. Yes.
0: So he reportedly is not going to do WrestleMania this year or at least WWE has no plans to do WrestleMania with him this year. Um supposedly the Rock is totally cool with doing it and WWE wants to wait until next year when it's I'm sorry, two WrestleManias from now when it's in Hollywood. Um so here's my issue with him showing up at this pay-per-view. Okay? If you're going to have him show up on this pay-per-view and then we don't see him again for a year, I think that's a mistake. I know it's The Rock. Well, Ross, we only saw Undertaker once a year. I get it. And I'm not saying they're the same. What I'm saying is, if you're having him come out for this show and then we literally do not see him again until this time next year... I think that's a mistake.
1: Well, I and I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like you're looking at it from a storyline perspective, where to me, I'm not looking at The Rock appearing at this show from a storyline perspective. I'm looking at it as almost as if, okay, I'm not saying that he's retired. I'm not saying he's going to retire, because I think we're going to get that Roman match at some point. But remember last year when Rome, when Taker came out and they did the 30th year anniversary the way that I look at it as this is celebration of the rock and 20 for 25 years. So that that means is that his sole purpose to come out and talk to the crowd would be as a celebration of the 25 years that has encapsulated us as professional wrestling fans and as fans of the rock and it not having to do like, you don't have to go. Oh, the only reason why he show up is because he wants to do something with Roman. You don't have to do that, which in turn, would then not get people super hyped up to think, oh, 38 is actually going to happen. And you don't have to have that in your back pocket and worry about it until you go for 39, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think if he does show up, which is possible, it's Brooklyn, the movie. Uh, by the way, I told you this and I'll say it right now. Survivor Series is presented by the movie Red Notice. So it all makes sense for him to be there. And of course they are hyping, They hyped up the fact that survivor series this year would be 25 years of the rock so it would make sense for him to be there and and cut a promo and have fun with the crowd in brooklyn it
0: i just would i think i think they're going to do a video package
1: that would be a shame that would be a shame i look a 25 year celebration for him to do a video package of the trash but that's I, fine
0: look okay the WrestleMania that was in Dallas, the last one that I was at yeah. live. 32. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Rock came out with a flamethrower and lit a flame, his logo and beat Eric Rowan in three seconds.
1: Uh-huh. Kay. Six seconds. Yes. I, everybody Whatever. remembers that. It was a lot of fun.
0: Okay. It,
1: it, it was fun for everybody except Eric Rowan, but yeah.
2: <laughs> right.
0: So, how do I say this nicely? Okay. First of all, if I was the WWE, I would swallow my pride and just do The Rock versus Roman at this WrestleMania and not wait a freaking year. Okay because then that presents its own problems. Then you really do have to have a Hollywood Hogan situation where Roman does have to lose the belt for like a month and then and get to it mention,
1: back. And Ross, who says that Roman versus the rock has to be for the universal championship. That's where, that's where I'm also kind of like,
0: okay, that well, makes no sense. Did, 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 did punk versus rock have to be for the WWE title?
1: No, but remember punk versus, excuse me, rock versus Cena. Originally the first one wasn't for the title. Yeah, and I'm here to was. tell you, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that was a whole, but that was also because we'd already seen the first one without mm-hmm. the title. And that made sense. So the only way that you could go ahead and really crank up the stakes, if you will, was to add the WWE title. To be fair. 20, by the,
0: go ahead. And by the way, also, here's an mm-hmm. idea. Rock beats Roman. Hold on sure. to the belt for a couple months.
1: Sure.
0: Guess who beats him for title 17?
1: Oh, you finally do rock versus Cena three. Yeah. You could do yep. that. Yeah. I mean, that's a match that I feel like they made a mistake in not making sure it happened. Um, of course, you know, Rock got hurt. And he tore his oblique. There's not much he could do off of that. But I think that's one match that people will want to see one more time. Uh, uh, enough time has passed. And on top of that, I think everybody wanted Rock Cena three. If well, you gave I think it was Rock Cena two. Well,
0: and I think that's an opponent that John Cena winning his 17th title, people would be accepting of.
1: True. Hell, the people would have been accepting of 17 if he would have beat Roman in Vegas.
0: Yeah. So I guess I guess what I'm telling you is I'm not going to be surprised if he is there. I'm not going to be surprised if he isn't there. Right. I just, I just don't know if I like it as a one off. I understand all the reasons you just said. I understand why they would do it. The fact that they're, you know, promoting it this way. That's fine. I get it. I'm I'm just telling you right now, I I would not get my hopes up.
1: Oh, I know. That's fine. I'm just saying it would be a mistake. But again, who knows? The Rock is still in the midst of promoting Red Notice, even though it's a Netflix movie. So it's not like they're going to Hollywood premieres or to premieres. Uh, It is is
0: still number one on Netflix.
1: It is. still. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the biggest opening in Netflix history, which is very cool. Congratulations to them, him and Reynolds and Godot and everybody involved in that. You know, that's pretty tremendous. Um, and the movie is technically in movie theaters. Um, it just had a small release because it was going straight to streaming. Um, but yeah, so that all being said, my point is he could be in New York. Like there was not a lot of things stopping him. If this were, for example, Hobbs and Shaw, where it opened ro- worldwide and he was going everywhere to promote it, that'd be a different story. But this is a streaming movie where he's not having to go everywhere to promote it. Him not showing up in Brooklyn on Sunday, I'd find it surprising from a he's available to do it standpoint, but gotcha. I don't know. Okay. We'll, well, we'll have to wait and see who knows. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. Me. I hope I'm not.
0: All right. Side note to close out the show because it is getting late, but I figured I would mention this because it was brought up. Um, You and I are both big James Bond fans.
1: Mm hmm.
0: There was a rumor that The Rock is interested in playing 007.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: I think that's a terrible idea.
1: Um, well, he, I'm not going to say it's a terrible idea, but.
0: No, it is It is a terrible idea.
1: Well, I, I mean, listen, I know that people have gotten mad that James Bond or that 007 shouldn't have been a woman in no time to die, um, but at least that woman was British. Uh, 007 is British. The Rock is yeah. n- not so
0: British. right, but I mean, they've had it either way. And um, not to
1: mention, here's the thing attempt there's a certain way of physique of a like from a male perspective, there's a physique that he has. Brock, as a bulked up 007, that just I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't work for me.
0: No, no, you know, it's, it's plus plus the Rock has reached that pinnacle. At okay, he doesn't need to be 007 well he doesn't need to be a lot of things but like okay what's okay actually this is fair this is fair the the actual comparison i'm about to make okay the biggest action stars of like 90s action movies uh-huh. okay so like stallone schwarzenegger arnold bruce willis sure. th- those guys okay none of those guys are 007 because
1: they wouldn't have fit it
0: because at the end of the day, if you look at all the people that have been 007, Mm -hmm. they weren't like these huge stars when they first, like, I know we all think of Sean Connery. May he rest in peace as like this big action star. Like, Sean Connery was not like the biggest movie star on the planet when he became James Bond.
1: Not to mention all his action movies came after 007. And Pierce yeah. Brosnan was also not the biggest star in the world when he became 007. And guess what? Neither was Daniel Craig. And yeah. Daniel Craig really got into this whole the physique that he's in now after 007. But again, yeah. there's a style and there's a substance that comes with playing James Bond that as much as I love Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson, He's just not right the right guy for no. it. He could be a secret agent. Like he's a secret agent in tons of other movies, but there's a certain swagger and a certain way that you're supposed to portray James Bond that The Rock just isn't it. And I feel like it would, what, what I love about The Rock's action movies is when you see him in his action movies, yeah, he's playing different characters, but he's playing a character that the people want to enjoy. I don't think that he's the right, I just don't see him as the right person to play 007. Idris Elba on the other hand, I could absolutely see him playing 007. Right, so
0: so here's here's why the rock will never be James Bond and I will end this part of the conversation. Did you ever see the movie Get Smart? Yeah, I did. Yep, that's why.
1: He's a great bad guy in that movie.
0: Yeah, but he he's not If you watch that movie, you'll know why i think the way i think anyway i needed that aside because sure. that was mentioned and we were talking about the rock and that was fiber series and that's why i it in yeah so uh this was another long episode that is the way these things go uh with these shows so of course next week we will be talking the review mm-hmm. of this wonderful pay-per-view most of the time when i think a pay-per-view is going to be absolutely terrible it ends up surprising me And when I think a pay-per-view is going to be really, really good, it ends up disappointing me most of the time. But um, just to let everybody know, this is the last pay-per-view of our picks for 2021. We are going to end up tied because we are tied going into this pay-per-view. Jorge made all the picks and I just agreed with them. (laughs) So uh, we tied for 2021. To be fair, you Um, would have
1: agreed with most of them. Um, maybe, maybe with char. Maybe you would have said Charlotte. Over
0: no, Becky? I think I might have picked Nakamura. Oh, really? Okay. And the Survivor Series teams are always tough. Yeah. Um. No, I probably still would have picked Becky Roman, the Usos. Um. I probably would have gone Team SmackDown for the women's and Team Raw for the men's. So that was the opposite of what you picked, right? Just because on paper, those teams should probably win. Sure. Um, I know they're pushing Bianca, so maybe I would have to consider that. So really, so really, so actually maybe I would pick Raw to win. Ah, that's tough. It's a tough one. I I think maybe a few discrepancies would have happened, but it doesn't matter. Uh, So what that means is that next year, like for instance, I know we're going to talk day one because it's a new pay-per-view Sure. at some point, like we'll probably at least discuss it we may not have a formal like talk about it but at least we're going to discuss it. Of course there's the Royal Rumble, that's a huge event. Of course there's WrestleMania, but um we're going to do AEW pay-per-views next year. Like, like we're going to do we're going to do the 4 AEW pay-per-views. Yep. Um and there's some other cool stuff we're going to do which we'll talk about as we keep as we get going. Sure, yeah. Um, Got a but, couple
1: of guests coming in a couple of weeks time.
0: But um yeah, we've got some cool things lined up for 2021. Uh, Jorge and I have talked about doing some uh, some cool little segments in oh, a yeah. show, um, which we'll tease in a little uh, in in a few weeks. I want to mm-hmm. save that because I actually like I actually think I came up with a great idea for something yeah, to, like part of a show it doesn't have to 100%. be the full show. Um, I give Jorge a lot of credit for the classic series, which then I kind of helped mold into the show through all of 2020. We kind of helped make that. A staple that we try to bring in every once in a while we still want to keep those around um but there's some other cool ideas that we have so yeah. um i just wanted to uh preface that before we end tonight because uh you know it's it's going to be the end of the year and then we're going to have some time off and it's going to be crazy so yeah for sure um, um
1: i just really really quick want to mention so um yeah next week we are doing survivor series review show yep. we've got a regular three count episode coming the first week of december and we also have a very two very special guests coming on uh the second to last show of the year which you and i are very excited for and then uh later this week it should be dropping where um i will be doing a crossover episode with uh some of our podcasting buddies um ross is unable to make it because um of the day that we're recording it but um I am recording with um, wrestling with respect who have been good buddies of ours in the pro in the podcasting space. And we'll be discussing actually the four horsewomen. So that'll be a lot of fun. That should be dropping in the next uh, few days. And we're going to, it's going to be dropping on both platforms on the double turn as well as wrestling with respect. So that should be cool. And I just want to make sure people knew that.
0: All right. So uh, that is going to do it for this week's installment of the double turn wrestling podcast for the J man. I'm Boss Ross, and we will catch you on the flip side.